We really can't predict the future because nobody can. What we can do, though, is help auto manufacturers recognize, prepare for, and profit from whatever comes next. Auto Supply Chain Profits gives you timely and relevant insights and best practices from industry leaders. It's all about what's happening now in the automotive supply chain and how to prepare your organization for the future, because the auto supply chain is where the money is. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Auto Supply Chain Profits. We all crave that high-energy, inspired, engaged, motivated leadership in the auto supply chain, and it's not easy to find, particularly on the shop floor. Today, you'll get a taste of it with two exceptional supply chain leaders from Detroit Manufacturing Systems. There's a lot of buzz about DMS around town these days, and you'll hear authentic leadership in action on the shop floor. It's raw, real, and straight from the gut. You'll find yourself pondering, is supply chain really about parts or people? Let's jump in and find out. We are joined today by two amazing female leaders in the world of manufacturing in our beloved industry of automotive. We are joined by Katrina Allen and Sharice Brown. Katrina, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jan, for having me. You are welcome. Sharice, welcome to the show. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Let's get into it, shall we? Katrina, tell us, what is your story? How on earth did you get into manufacturing? Thank you, Jan. I got in it 10 years ago. I started off on the line. I went from the line to a team leader in the supply chain uh, management. From there, I went as a dot coordinator, and I, I went from dot coordinator to supervisor, and now I'm a superintendent this year. We love that. Sharice, what's your story? How did you get into manufacturing? I have a military background, so I love the structure. I, uh, I never wanted to get into manufacturing. My dad was manufacturing. He worked in the plant. However, uh, years later, like Katrina, I've been in manufacturing for 10 years. I came as assembly worker to team lead to supervising production. Once I went ahead to supervisor in production, a supply chain asked me to come over to be a supervisor in a supply chain. I like new adventures, rolled over to that. Then I became a lead supervisor of the supply chain. And from there, for three years, I have been a superintendent uh, currently in the supply chain. You ladies are so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your stories with us today. We would like to learn a little bit about the organization that you both work for, Detroit Manufacturing Systems. So Katrina, tell us a little bit about DMS. DMS has been in the... Uh operation for 10 years now. It started off with Andrea Rush. She was a woman and she sold it to Bruce. Bruce is an awesome CEO as well. DMS is a very wonderful company to work for. As far as integrity, um, we have a, a saying that's called gifted rich. Our organization is big on respect. We may be in different positions, but we respect the position that you're in. And that's what makes the company so great. Respect is one of the main things that we focus on. You two ladies are very passionate about what you do. So what do you like the best about working in supply chain? Let's start there. One of the things I like is empowering the employees. In the supply chain, we tend to get a lot of people who love to put their input in now. That's one of the things that I love to see is 
the engagement of our employees in the supply chain. I can give you an example of one of the guys. I walked off the floor and I didn't have my glasses on. He's like, you know, you're supposed to have on safety glasses. One of the ladies said, you shouldn't be talking to her like that because she's the superintendent. So when I walked up to him, he said, hey, I, I apologize. I said, what you apologizing for? He said, because I told you to put your glasses on. I didn't know who you were. I said, what you did was you told me right and I was wrong. So no, don't apologize for nothing that is right. He said, I have gained so much respect just from you telling me that. He said, and that was a whole different department. He said, I want to join the supply chain. I just like empowering people and pushing them to the next level. One of the things I do is I walk each to all my guys and say, hey, I want somebody to tell me what could I change today or what have you learned today? And I tell them every day, you want to be a team leader, tell me what you learned today. If you can't tell me anything you learned today, how can you train someone else? So now they'll come to me. Guess what I learned, Katrina? And then they'll tell me. So that's one of the things I push my guys to do on a daily basis. So Sharice, what about you? What do you like? What I like about working in the supply chain is that it's supply chain is a huge umbrella. And you have different sections of that umbrella that makes up the whole supply chain. By being a superintendent, not only am I direct contact working with my material handlers and my supervisors on the floor, but I also deal with the planners, also deal with the dot coordinators. I love the fact that I'm communicating with everyone as a team. So it's not just me in the office giving directions. It's me out there with my team, out there with the hourly saying, hey, how can I help you? How can I assist you? What can we do to make DMS better? Because at the end of the day, it's all about making money. So what can we do to make the job easier and put money in our pocket? So it's the collaboration of different people in the supply chain and then to also branch off to different departments, to the to production side, to the quality side, to the IT side. Nothing would happen without the supply chain. You would not have no production because you would not have parts. So being a department that is the heart of it. It's, it's awesome to me to know that I'm there and my people are there to make a difference and to make it greater. We are so impressed with both of you and how you've come up through the ranks and especially the supply chain side at your organization. What are some unique talents or skills that you feel that women bring to supply chain functions? Katrina, what would you say some of those unique talents and skills are? Definitely skills of patience. Women tend to be patient. We listen. We hear what you're saying. Wisdom. I, I say that really because that's one of the things that we bring to the table is a lot of wisdom where we can make um, good decisions. And being in the supply chain, you have to make good decisions because you are you're dealing with so many different uh, suppliers and different employees. So a good decision maker makes a excellent manager. Cherise, how about from your side, what is your perspective on the special talents or skills that women bring to supply chain? I think that women brings the talent of learning and how to multitask. I believe that you are learned at a young age how to multitask, how to do your work in school, how to have a job, then to grow up to be an adult, being a wife, being a mother, having a job, just multitask, period. I think that aspect coming to the supply chain, because the supply chain is so broad, you have to know how to do everything at the same time. Most certainly with the chaos that we've had in the supply chain recently, you better be able to multitask. So Katrina, what are the changes that you've seen in supply chain since COVID? 
one of the things um, I've seen is trying to maintain without going under, especially with the suppliers, with the restraints, because they can't get the different materials, which is a, a overflow to the next supplier. And I think that that's one of the things that supply chain can learn from is making sure we stay afloat with it. So if you can get great leadership where you can still be able to support your suppliers and still maintain your employees as far as paying them and no one is losing their jobs. I think that that's where we did very good at maintaining the supply chain at DMS. So, Sharice, what changes have you seen? Manpower issues. People have to go out because they have COVID or they have been exposed or been around to someone But at the same time, because of the manpower issues, we still have a business to run. It's amazing because even with the lack of manpower, the people that come there, who we work with, is creating us to be a more family and bring team cohesion. Because we know we, we miss two or three people. So you have a person that has to do their job and half of another job. For me, the biggest thing is the manpower. But the silver lining is that we become more tight knit as a family because we're depending and helping out each other more. What do you believe has been your greatest contribution to supply chain at your organization? Katrina? I would say uh, improving the processes. So we not only improve the uh, the processes, but we added new workshops in uh, to motivate the employees to keep them Sharice, I understand that you are involved in a special project right now that's around automation. Could you share with us a little bit about what you're doing? Yes. At this very moment, uh, DMS has decided to go into a um, WMS, which is a warehouse manufacturing system. That way, our, our hollow drivers can scan when it, we receive the truck in, they can scan the actual material and compare it to what's on the ASN, the BOL, to make sure that we match up what we have. Now, once the hollow driver moves that material off the truck, we can now look, go into the UI, go into the computer, and see exactly where that material is being moved to and from. So now that would bring down issues of losing material in the warehouse. Now our accuracy is more um, effective and more accurate. Sharice, what advice would you have for an organization who's trying to embrace automation, adopt automation as you're doing, to encourage your team, your workforce to accept that change? Because it's a big change, I would say. Yes. For one, is to be patient, to be understanding, to expect a lot of questions and a little bit more chaotic in the beginning. But overall, during time, it's going to get better and make your job easier. So just be patient with learning new things, the new processes, and keep an open mind. So Katrina, what is a typical day for you in supply chain as a superintendent? It is making sure everyone is in position to make sure the the flow is right on the floor. That means I walk the floor to make sure the trucks is coming in, we're getting it out on time, no detention time, as well as I go to each line just to assist to make sure that we have enough manpower to service the lines. Throughout the day, I'll make sure that uh, the plant is clean. So that's one of the things I focus on all day throughout the day. Uh, I walk the floor uh, every hour and a half just to make sure what's going on. Everyone is in a PPE, glasses, vests. 
I want to make sure seatbelts is on. Safety come first before anything. So that's pretty much my daily task. When I first get in, I make sure I always check the emails to make sure when we come in, if it's any part shortages, and I focus on making sure that the line is well maintained before I go to anything else. But that's my daily duties as a superintendent, just to make sure the flow of the whole building far as uh, supply chain is functional. We noticed that both of you had the opportunity to take some training specifically around supply chain. What advice would you have to people who maybe are you know, looking for a job in manufacturing or especially in automotive? Where would you say that they should focus on getting the skills or the training? Focus on certificates, uh, those kind of courses just educate you so that when you get into that field, when we went to Michigan State, is we learned things that are now happening. So those kind of courses would definitely help you go to the next level. Tell us about your experience, Sharice, with the training that you had. If you decide to come to supply chain, know what area of the supply chain you want to go into. Go into an area that interests you, that piques your interest or that, that you really like. I love being in the manager role because for me, I love helping people. I would not enjoy being a planner because you're sitting at your desk majority of the day. You're really not doing too much interaction. If you come into a supply chain, I would say pick an area of the supply chain that you will really like. It's no longer work. It's something that you're excited to do. Silos have traditionally been a big issue in organizations in automotive for a long time. How do you, as a leader, break those silos that exist to get everybody working together as one? Communication is number one, the key. Sometimes it has to be over-communicated. When you just do the bare minimum of a communication, something can fall off. And I don't care how many times I have to say it, I'll say it because I realize I have to over-communicate to all the departments so that we can all work together. On the shift, I'm on um, B-shift. We actually have our own text stream. All of us get on one text stream. We communicate on that one thread so we know what's going on. Sometimes if uh, you say I send an email out, if you're out on the floor, you don't get it. I just think that one of the main things is over-communicating. That helps out a whole lot. Sharice, uh, what about you? Do you have any advice for breaking silos? When I was uh, on the floor, I would have various meetings with everyone. Like just to add on to what Katrina said, I do the same thing. I over-communicate. I'm sending out emails. I'm sending out texts. I'm making phone calls. I'm scheduling meetings so we could all be on the same page. I think that's very important. The objective is sending out a quality product and making money. Since that's our main objective, let's get on board so we can go in the same direction. I have to commend you ladies. You're just amazing. Your confidence, your people skills. I can see why you do so well in supply chain. And now it's time to share some of that wisdom. Katrina, what is the one piece of advice you would give to supply chain leaders out there today in the automotive industry? Something actionable that they could implement right now. I would say today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow you want. That's one of the quotes that I live by. There it is. That's beautiful. Sharice, what's your piece of advice? My one piece of advice is treat people on how you want to be treated. 
everyone knows what's going on in the supply chain world. We know about the chip shortages. We know it's affecting every supplier, every manufacturing. We know that, been there. But at the same time, because you want people coming back and want to be there, don't forget in the midst of the chaos, you need to treat them or how you want to be treated so they continue coming back. Well said. Katrina Allen, Sharice Brown, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Are you ready to find the money in your supply chain? Visit www.autosupplychainprofits.com to learn how, or click the link in the show notes below.